hey everybody welcome to the very first episode of samp and chance i am samson bobby samson to be exact and on the phone with me today i have our co-host chance michaels how you doing chance I'm doing really well, man. How are you doing, brother? Fantastic, man. I'm really excited. Here we are, our very first podcast of many more to come. Um, I just thought maybe we just let the listeners know what we're all about. We're a couple of West Coast guys living here in Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, every week, we're going to come to you with a couple of podcasts, one around professional wrestling and another discussing boxing. Both will kind of look at the week events, upcoming events, um, where we'll look at some retro matches from, from both genres, and we will discuss all, all and any relevant news pertaining to both professions. Uh, Chad, so what, what do you think, man? How, how do you feel about this? I'm super excited to uh, bring our takes, our opinions, um, you won't hear them anywhere else besides Chance Michaels and Bobby Sampson to give a West Coast take to wrestling and boxing, the sports we love, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it too, man, and uh, thank you for joining me on this journey. And we also want to thank everyone who took the time here today to, uh, to, to, to take some time out of their day and to listen to us. We know you have a lot of options out there. We know there's a lot of things that you could be doing, but hey, you know what? Thank you. And thank you for letting us into your years. Um, so that being said, our very first episode, we have Pacific Northwest professional wrestler, legend actually, Scotty Mack joining us today. Uh, we did an interview with him last week and uh, we thought this would be a great podcast and a great interview to kind of launch everything that we're about to do. Um, it was a really great conversation. We covered a lot of topics. Um, Chance was there. Chance, what was your take from it? It was a good podcast for our first one. Uh, I appreciate Scotty Mack uh, giving us an hour and a half. Hundred percent. It was really good, and I hope you guys all enjoy it because he sure did. Yeah, man. He covered. Uh, we covered everything, man. We covered everything that nobody wanted, uh, that no one expected us to cover, or any nobody expected Scotty to talk about, or or really make public. So, you know, a big shout out to Scotty and uh, for giving us the time and for being open and allowing us to ask the questions that I think a lot of you guys that are listening to this are wanting to hear. So uh, here we go, Scotty Mack, enjoy. Welcome to the very first episode of Samp and Chance. I am your host, Bobby Sampson, and you will get to know my lovely chum, Chance Michaels. Chance, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Fantastic, fantastic. And also, a big, big thank you to our guest today, our very first guest, Scotty Mack. <laughs> thank you very much. We want to... You know, thank you for, for taking the time out of your schedule and everything that you got going on to to uh, give us the first interview for our very first episode. Well, I enjoy the company of both of you, so it's really it's it's my pleasure as well. Thanks a lot. Much man. appreciated. Um, do you remember when you first fell in love with the game? What was it? Do you still have that moment? <laughs> um. <clears throat> I have a, uh, my first memories of 
watching wrestling because when when I started watching, all I could watch was what was on Saturday afternoons. Um, my I wasn't old enough. I was born in '78, so I wasn't old enough to stay up for WWE superstars. Obviously, WWF at the time um, was on at 11 p.m. And then is it every month or every two months? Saturday Night Live was replaced by Saturday Night's main event on NBC, which mm-hmm. started at 12.05. I certainly wasn't allowed to stay up and watch that usually. Mm-hmm. And when I did, I was stoked. Uh, and then NWA wasn't on until like 12 or 1 a.m. On KFTW 11. Oh, there we go. So you're, you're old. So that's why you have to watch. Actually, I used to, this is my thing, because at that time, Saturday was WWE at 11. Yeah. And then at 12 o'clock on the American channel, channel 13 was WWE. Mm. Channel 21, I think it was, which was the Washington station, mm-hmm. is now the CW, mm-hmm. did the NWA. Mm-hmm. And then on Sundays, you got PWF. We didn't have PWF. Which which was like, you, you it was like uh, Mississippi's, like all okay. the territories. That's thing. cool. Yeah. So I, I totally get it. But Perfect. I wasn't allowed to watch it either. Mm. I would sneak and just turn the yeah. volume to one. Good. So I could watch. Good. That's, that's, it's good. That's what you do what you got to do. I mean, there was, but like before, before, like when pay-per-views first got to Canada, like the States had pay-per-views way longer than we did. And then when they came on, it was like, unless you had a, a, a scrambler black box, you had to get, you know, usually you probably had to get your parents to, to order you a pay-per-view. They didn't want to order you every pay-per-view. So if I didn't get to watch a pay-per-view, I'd literally sit there for three hours and watch it scrambled. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, you get the little... Yeah, like, I remember like, that. Like, like, yeah. Like, um, yeah. I can think of a different kind of entertainment that, that was also worth watching through the scramble. But every not, once in a while, you would get a little <laughs> shot of that, right, too. That's right. <laughs> um, we call that the deviant art. I <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so... Uh, I, I just, it was, it was, um, uh, there was local wrestling on, on BCTV. So, uh, Studio Wrestling, yeah, the Frog. Like all, all again, Frog, <laughs> uh, Buddy Wayne, yeah. uh, Michelle Starr, Star. Tim Flowers, yeah. uh, Vicious Burn. Um, Every Saturday, 1 p.m. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then there was a Stampede was on. And, uh, and then there was, uh, it was called Maple Leaf Wrestling, um, which was just the Canadian uh, version of the WWE show. And then um, there was a show called, WWE Cavalcade that was on at three sometimes, but it was like a big deal when I got to stay up for, for like the only time I got to, I, the only thing I remember specifically from getting to stay up and watching an NWA um, episode was um, when Ric Flair thought he was going over to get with Jimmy Garvin's chick. Uh, Baby doll. Yeah. Uh, was it? And, 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 and there was like an indoor pool and Jimmy Garvin was dressed up as Baby Doll, and then Flair goes to make a move, and he throws Flair in the pool. He had the beard, yeah, yeah. From behind, yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, but but Saturday afternoon, WWE. I remember seeing Hercules. He was Hercules Hernandez at the time in the um, uh, that brown. It was really an ugly brown sort of um, gladiator type outfit. Much better when he had the, the, the just the trunks and the chain around. Kind of, kind of. They kind of made him look like Giant Gonzalez in the same kind of costume. <laughs> it was. It, <laughs> I much prefer the chain to the point where yeah. um, uh, if I ever encountered a chain, you know, as you do sometimes just in life, <laughs> it was really difficult not for me to put it around my neck or swing it around my head like Hercules, much like to this day, like if there was a pair of, of garden shears over there, 
you know, I would pick up those garden shears and I would, I would strut like Brutus the Barber Beefcake and yeah. like still, I'm 43 years old. I would still do that. <laughs> Tag teamed with the man, wrestled the man. He's cut my hair. I would still pick up those shears. I was there for that in Abbotsford. Ah, I love it. Love it. Love yeah. to hear that. That was good. Oh, that was good, right? It was uh, it was uh, me and Beefcake uh, teamed up against uh, the the Bollywood Boys. Yeah, it was cool. And the Bollywood Boys got the win, and I got to blame my childhood uh, favorite wrestler. Like, I'd say probably until about. 90 uh 91 or 92 beefcake was like my all-time fave and then and then when sean turned on marty sean quickly became uh sean michaels became my favorite i love bret hart love mr perfect um interesting that beefcake and sean were there when he made that transition i know right i know it's almost a and like that's like the biggest turn ever like the biggest like tag teams like what's more like you know that the, the barbershop window is just the best. Oh, so cool. So cool. And it, and it's funny because at the time, like I, I was such a rockers fan. Like, like I knew Michaels was always my favorite rocker, mm-hmm. but but Michaels and Janetti together, I thought they were great. And when they when they shook hands, I, I was like, okay, no, they're good. They're good. I thought <laughs> they were gonna break up, but turns out, you know what? They're all right, they're good. And then he and then and then he and I he didn't say. It was funny. And then when Michael super kicked him and then, and then, and then he was like, I knew he was going to do that. He doesn't need Janetti. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. he threw him through the window. And then he goes, Janetti was, was trying to escape. <laughs> and, and then, uh, and then I also have a memory of, of uh, seeing Ted DiBiase. So it would have been 88. Um, I mean, obviously I, I, for some reason, I just really remember um, he did that the first time I saw him, he bounced uh, the, the, the gentleman's, whoever he was wrestling, his legs on the top rope, then went into a vertical suplex. Didn't Tully do um, that too? I think, yeah. It was Tully. Again, I told yeah, you yeah, I yeah. wasn't allowed to stay up. Yeah, yeah, no, Tully. When, when, uh, yeah. yeah, so Tully, <laughs> that was one of his moves. He yeah, actually like yeah. the springboard uh, yeah, yeah. the suplex. The yeah, yeah. Would, would do it as well. And then um, the first WrestleMania I watched was WrestleMania 2. It was, mm. it was, rented for me so it would have been like months and months after they usually came out three months after yeah but but it was like it was the only reason i got to was because my my stepdad jim he had a cousin named bob that liked wrestling Hmm. so at the time it was like when a when a grown-up liked wrestling you're like all right on now you're set yeah like my great grandma liked wrestling so when i got to stay over there that was one of the times that i got to to watch saturday night's main event actually the first time i got to watch saturday night's main event and it was the one where uh, it was it was uh, uh, the the beginning of um, the Savage Steamboat feud going into Mania three. Yeah, yeah. And um, and and when he took the ring bell, or first he put draped him on the guardrail. Yeah. Did the double axe handle yeah. from the top? And, you know, Steamboat's throat cell was so good. And then threw him in the ring. Brings the the ring bell in. Does the elbow from the top with the ring bell? And then and then they're so then they're like, and then so Steamboat's in the back, and they're like they're like we're getting the report from the back they've had to put a tube in ricky steamboat's neck in order for him to break like i they just they had me hook line and did, did you do you remember the promos after leading up like built to the build up to their match yeah, yeah like yeah. steamboat yeah. sells it yeah, so well yeah. like just the addiction everything the yeah, way he spoke yeah. like he did a really good yeah. job man. and then went on to have obviously one of the greatest matches of all time all I mean, time. anybody that knows knows anything about wrestling i I think it would be hard to argue. Uh, at the yeah. same time, I will say, um, 
much like Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, was disappointed when he heard this. this. I remember hearing him say that. I was disappointed to hear that Savage had it mapped out from start to finish. Oh, everything. And and I guess that was a that that was normal for Savage in his matches. And from and 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 hats off to him because if I didn't know that, I wouldn't have been able to like tell. And I and I think I can tell when matches are worked out from start to finish. Like I can usually tell that from from when there's more improv or spontaneity or whatever. And and I prefer um obviously there's certain spots like you know that that we know we want to get in or whatever and, and we got we know what the finish is and but i still want it to look like a fight not a dance yeah, and the yeah. fact that that steamboat and savage can have like arguably the greatest match of all time um i don't know if people even if it's still up up there for for people these days but um i guess in my world it is but to not know that that was mapped out from start to finish i mm-hmm. uh, hats off to them for for that yeah yeah no for sure yeah. man yeah no i you know i was just thinking you know about what you were saying and this this one thought came to my mind i don't know if you ever think about this or if you ever watch a show like old shows this way i went back with every with every big major four mm-hmm. as many times as i've seen them i like to build up to the next one by watching mm-hmm. all the old mm-hmm. ones and mm-hmm. go from one oh, all the way times, yeah right you know, maybe not all of them, but uh-huh. my favorites. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was watching Royal Rumble '92 recently. Yep. And uh, I've watched you know, it several times. I'm watching it, and I'm like, he's he's not here anymore. Mm-hmm. He's not here anymore. Mm-hmm. Like even referees. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. do do you ever watch shows like that with that kind yeah, of nostalgia? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's I that's I watch more. I honestly still I watch more wrestling from the 90s than anything else like I, I i'll i when i work at the bar i have if wrestling's on i'll put it on mm-hmm. on the tvs mm-hmm. and that's kind of how i keep up with it without sitting down and, and and watching the shows because i the like the last time i i sat down and watched the full uh show without like with sound and everything and that was just totally tuned in was um I, aew dynamite um about a week and a half or two weeks ago um with uh robert mitchell and um i i was popping huge i was uh that that and 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 this is like i'm someone i i still i like as much as like i i'm i can suspend my my disbelief and enjoy you know like even even like when guys were doing like fireballs and, and whatever and i i didn't a lot or like the slow motion spot like lp would do you know uh as the, in like slow motion chops yeah and in a in a way like some people would think okay well it's burying the business because it's like you're you're it's really hard to be to think that that that, that you're in a real fight if you're all of a sudden doing this slow motion spot or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and, but Orange Cassidy is so fucking entertaining. He's so fucking original. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome. And yeah, he's, he's just, and, 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 and like, it's like, he, he, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know much about him. I don't know who inspired him, but 
besides maybe the Fonz. Uh, probably dating myself by fucking referencing the Fonz. <laughs> hey. But, hey. Um, but uh, he just... It, I remember he, when he jumped over the shark? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's literally, that's literally where that came, where that 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 cliche came from. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, thankfully, Orange Cassidy hasn't jumped the shark. Yeah, and he's still really fucking entertaining. He looks like he's getting in better shape, but at the whole thing, like, and so it was it was Orange Cassidy, and um, I don't remember his partner's name. She is the she is the oh, uh, Chris Chris Statlander, is that it? Chris I Statlander, think so. I think it's her. Yeah. Taller. Yeah, yeah, she's tall. She's a big like yeah, yeah, stocked, built. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's and, Chris Statlander against uh, Britt Baker and and um oh uh, uh the, the British Cole. Yeah, no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Statlander yeah. against yeah, her. and and I was or, you know, I was so entertained, and and it's not something that is like normally my cup of tea, but it was so well done by all four of them, especially like uh. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm laughing right now, even thinking about it. It was that when it, uh, Britt Baker stood nose to nose with Orange Cassidy, and and he starts giving her these kicks <laughs> to the shin, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like I was so, I was popping so hard, and then she stomped on his foot, and he sold that like, like it was like he got shot in the foot, and it was just, and then the finish with where where he ends up going into kind of like um kind of like the mega powers in elizabeth when um when elizabeth got knocked off the apron to the floor but different because she got knocked off the apron through the table adam cole made sure he got the win first but then went out and and made sure she was cool and like and was like super protective and like telling the referees like get get away get your hands off her and and so it's like for for me personally as a as a guy had, that, that's been with uh, several girls in wrestling, like in tag teams, uh, or like if I'm man- managing them or whatever. Uh, if, if like if we're supposed to, if if she's supposed to be like my love interest, that that's what I think I would like to do too. She okay, she got bumped off the apron through the table, but and I'm but I'm and I'm worried about her, but still she's probably she's pr- probably pretty tough. So I'll hit a super kick. I'll, you know, I'll get the three, then I'll go make sure she's okay. And so I, I like that about the finish too. Um, well, she kind of proved herself. Did you see her? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Rosa Mendez? Uh, not Rosa, yeah, uh, no, no, no. no. Um, uh, Rosa. Thunder Rosa. That's it. That was her so um, cold moment. Uh, yeah, and, and, and uh, good, for, good for them. Um, we actually, she was... Uh, we almost we there was a chance we were gonna bring her to Paraguay when we were there okay. for Luchando, but Luchando, but it didn't end up happening. But um, Rosa Thunder, yeah, Thunder Rosa, yeah. Um, and then and then Jake the Snake Roberts uh, was back uh, with Lance Archer, and um, and who's the other gentleman with with them? Lance Archer, Lance Archer, Jake the Snake Roberts, and then there's a a. a a third guy, Old guy? Older, yeah. Oh, that's uh Dan. Um, it's a guy from uh, American Top Team, Dan Lambert. Dan Lambert, okay. So, <laughs> I again, very entertained. I, I think that dude's hilarious, eh? I, yeah, that's wicked promos. Yeah. I just I love Jake the Snake Roberts. I uh, the, the older I get, 
the longer I'm in wrestling, the more wrestling I watch, the more I appreciate how good Jake is in Still. every way. Yeah. And I'm so stoked that he's in a place where uh he's he's healthy and and he's contributing to the business. Thank you, DDP. And, yeah, big time. And, and I think yeah, that's quite a few guys that that more than more than even just them. No, for sure. For sure. Um actually, you know what? Let's I'm gonna I'm gonna just take this off a little bit here for a second and 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 I'm gonna put over DDP. Do it. Um because uh he's he's gotta be one of the, the best dudes out there. Um we it was it was the uh Agriplex in Cloverdale mm-hmm. and um uh I think it was either our it was either our Halloween hell show in October or our anniversary show in like April or May. We already had Val Venus and the Godfather booked yeah, as yeah. our, our flying speaks we would do. Like before before ECCW had um for the listeners and viewers that don't know, uh I uh own what remains of elite Canadian championship wrestling. Uh I I I'm not sure quite what remains. Well, um, but you know, uh, this, uh, this might be the time where I, if I may intervene. Sure. Um, I think I think the one thing that a lot of people want to know, you know, there's a lot of people who are going to want to know this. And uh, Scotty, tell us about the fall of ECCW. <laughs> you just throwing it down, eh? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, and then and then I'll I'll bring this back up. Yeah. With, uh, with PDP. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, first of all, tell us how long you were an owner for and how you became an owner. Then talk about the yeah, demise of it. All right. Well, okay, here we go. Yeah, quick, yeah. quick, quick, uh, quick version started with, I started training with a company in Alberta called Can-Am Wrestling with uh, Steve Gillespie, Steve Wilde, and uh, uh, Otto, um, who's uh, Steve Wilde and, and Otto are still there. Otto's uh, uh, Vinny Fever um, and like a disco tick. Yeah. And um uh, both awesome, awesome dudes, and Steve Gillespie's uh, since passed. Uh, but uh, but those three guys were the first three that that ever the the, the first wrestling ring I ever got in. The the, the first uh, bump I ever took was for was was in a Can Am ring. Um, and so then, uh, so I was I lived in Edmonton for a year, moved back to BC uh, because I was raised raised in BC. Uh, started training with ECCW um was probably i went to the top pretty quick and then at the same time what year are we I, talking here uh 2000 okay and so i sh- so i so i shot up by 2001 i was like the top guy because of the the vets left the other top guys you know personal demons other opportunities whatever disagreements with management so i all of a sudden i'm like everything's on me mm. By by two thousand sort of five or so, I I was I ended up uh, I had the pencil for the women's division because I had a good rapport with the women's division, and then by and then I kind of had some influence on my own creative stuff, and then by like two thousand eight, I was booking the whole shows uh, with my friend Jeff, who went from a really obnoxious fan, if you ask most of the locker room, to to. Uh, close friend of mine and then um uh but by by uh 2000 
sorry, 2000, that would have been 2006 or seven. And then 2008, I believe is when we bought it. So uh, it was myself and uh, as majority owner and then um, Jeff and uh, wrestler Jamie Diaz's uh, mother, Mary, um, she bought in as well. And so it was now, now belonged to the three of us. And um, speaking of, we brought up the, uh, uh, everything that's been going on and, and, and the sort of the, the, the world, the last two years has been uh, unprecedented, uh, you know, obviously in our lifetimes, at least. Um, and Try to reset. Uh, it, it was, it was a uh, uh, great awakening. And it was, uh, it was um, actually good timing because um, when, when everyone was sitting around uh, bored at home in the first lockdown, um, wrestling went through, uh, its own um, Me Too movement, if you will, and uh, you know I'm I'm all for getting creeps and perverts and rapists and everything out of wrestling and 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 everywhere else for that matter, libraries, Safeways, yeah. whatever. I, like, uh, no 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 time or patience for that. Um, but uh, bottom line is uh, my my former partner and. Uh, our our friendship had, uh, you know, we we had we it turned out we had very different um, viewpoints on on very important and fundamental things, and so our our friendship was strained towards the end of the the ownership period, anyways. Um, but uh, there was um, there was just there was accusations made uh, that that. Uh, that he made people feel uncomfortable and there was a text sent. And uh, unfortunately in the process, my company got dragged through the mud. My name got dragged through the mud. There's suggestion like there was going to be um, uh, dirt on me. Um, and, and that's just not the case. Uh, if I said it once, I said it a thousand times. If there's been ever been in a girl in my bed, it's because she really wants to be there. If she doesn't really want to be there. I don't want her there. There's another girl that really wants to be there. So that's fine. It's never hurting yeah. for it. Um, so I really wasn't worried about myself because when you haven't done anything wrong, you don't really get worried. But, uh, and I wasn't going to apologize for anyone else because I don't apologize for anyone else. I'll apologize for myself. But um, what someone else does is, is not what I do and it's not up to me to take responsibility for that mm -hmm. uh so as as ECCW the, there was a statement made it said uh, uh you know one of the owners there's an accusations made uh he's since gone uh we won't be commenting on it, commenting on it further um uh, people really didn't like that we won't be commenting on it further part because they saw it as shutting down the conversation in reality it was uh, nothing good was going to come of um, going back and forth with people uh, about something that had been dealt with. Well, that's uh, the thing. Swiftly. It was dealt with. Yeah, exactly. And, um, but uh, there was a serious lack of, uh, uh, I guess, guts uh, and, a, and a lack of support um, where there are there are people that that know me well enough to know that uh 
It's not like I was aware of the uh, the questionable behavior that was was taking place and just ignoring it. I knew as much as anyone else. And um, with the younger wrestlers, I didn't really, I wasn't, I wasn't bothered by the fact that they were like, you know, saying, you know, Scotty Maxwell, he's didn't do anything because they didn't know, they didn't know me that well. And they got their whole future ahead of them. And it's like, I want them to be successful. I don't want them to yeah. suffer for being associated with a company that, that, you know, um, that, that, that's embroiled in controversy. Um, but, but there's wrestlers that have been around for a while that, that know that, um, that could add my back and they didn't. So I don't have as, uh, as strong of a relationship with, uh, a lot of the wrestlers in the Pacific Northwest as I, as I once did, but, um, so. So question for you, did, yeah. uh, your former owner, did he make a statement? Did he release a public statement or? Yeah, make- yeah, yeah. At, at one point he, he did. And, um, uh, it, I mean, it didn't really, it didn't, it didn't really matter because, yeah, no, fair enough. because, because, uh, because everyone had made up their mind about him and, um, and, and everyone in, in wrestling around here made it clear that, um, that they, that they wouldn't want to, like, even if, even if like I got rid of them, it's like, it's not like there was another locker room he's going to go to or something like no, everyone just blackballed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and that's fine or whatever. Um, but bottom line is last, last year was, uh, uh, would have been our 25th. It was our 25th year. Yeah. Um, so it, it sucks. Cause I was like, I was going to do a, you know, a special 25th anniversary show and all that. Um, this would be our 26th year. I'm not saying that that ECCW doesn't exist, but at the same time, um, I I spent the the majority like not the majority. I spent my whole adult life like I spent half my life d- devoted to my wrestling company and putting it before everything else in my life. I put it before girls. I put it before my friends and family. Maybe not my friends. I put it before my family. I, I put it before birthdays, weddings, all that shit. And um, and I and I have no regrets. Um, but it sucks to do that for you know over 20 years and and something I, I like my 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 proudest professional accomplishment. It, it's not not even any match I've had. It's 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 what we did at the Commodore 13 times. It's it's selling out the Commodore, this legendary you know concert venue in one of the greatest cities in the world, and we filled it up over and over, and it was electric every single time. Every too. yeah, yeah some good shows out of there, man. I enjoyed that. It, it was so so, um, and everyone knew, like everyone knew when you were going to a ballroom brawl, you were getting a killer night of entertainment, and I oh. and I. And I would always say, like, I'll put a ballroom brawl up against any live entertainment in the city. I don't care what it is. I don't care if WWE was in town. The ballroom brawl, the energy in there that we had from start to finish every single time. And that's a combination of, 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 of me and, and the talent and the, the, the people that, 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 like, help us and, and the, the people at the Commodore and Live Nation 
and the wrestling fans around here, you know, if, if I can put, put that aside for a minute, I, I, there was plenty that when I was going through this shit seemed to revel in the fact that they, um, they got to hate me for real, uh, a, a little bit. And, mm. uh, it was, it was weird that what stuck out, what stuck out was this Elmo, um, meme, yeah. uh, of, of him in hell. He's like, ah, and it was like, it, it, like, you're, are you, are you, you bought front row tickets to my shows over and over and you're celebrating its demise. Like that's, that's last week no, for sure. Um, but whatever bottom line is up until then, um, great fans uh so so responsive so receptive as much as i was giving in the ring or in my promo or whatever they were giving back and every time every like there was literally like in in 13 ballroom brawl so like let's say there's like 115 matches in, in 13 ballroom brawls like less than five were stinkers yeah like less than five like that's a lot that's a lot of good matches like it was, and uh so very proud of, of what we did there so it's it's unfortunate to uh to have that tainted but at the same time when when it was done like when it was when i was going off you know i think it's i think it's dead in the water mm. um i i remember having this 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 feeling of peace and just being like it's it could be all done and i'm okay mm -hmm. like i'm i'm fine like You're i'm not even the... yeah like i'm like I, I i love what we did i i love i love um the the experiences like that that's the thing I've, and i said this a few times like in wrestling like oh shoot uh, <laughs> sorry i just popped for something on the on the screen there uh <laughs> Lastly, he went over strong, eh? Well, actually, so we're, we're, we got the uh, Royal Rumble on the background, and uh, Scotty's kind of watching it for the first time while we're doing this <laughs> at the same time. Uh, so I'm just going to fill you in really quick. Okay. Swerve complete. Yeah. He was working with Brock and... Uh, oh, Heyman, turn on. Oh! <laughs> so, so basically, watch. Here you go. You just watch it here. Here's the first bump. Boom. Okay. The ever so famous ten count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And from behind. Oh. But this is it right here. The swerve complete. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't have called that. Cool. That's that's, that's cool. Okay, so where was it? Right. Um, selling at Commodore thirteen shows, selling it out. Um. Yeah, so like when when you get into wrestling, obviously, like th like this this is th that's where I wanted to be. I wanted to get signed by WWE. Obviously, I would love to to be in a Royal Rumble. I would have loved to have, uh, wrestled at WrestleMania, all that sort of thing, yeah. you know. And and you don't always get everything you want. They did SmackDown once. That was cool. But uh, yeah, I wanted to touch on that really quick. If I may, uh, you you have to touch on it really yeah. quick because the match was really quick. Oh, I, I believe you <laughs> left the ring really fast, right? I, or did you get to bring that part up? <laughs> hey, man. It was a three-on-one, wasn't it, against Colleen? I, I just, if, I'm just going to, uh, yes, it was. Yes. Okay. It was so anyways, that was, how was that experience growing up? Uh, it was, it was, it was pretty surreal. It's, it's actually at this point, it's a bit of a blur. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
you know what? I think even then I, I still hadn't quite figured myself out. Like I, I was, um, I was getting there. I had turned heel. I think, um, I think I'd been working heel for a few years, mm -hmm. but um, it, it just, it hasn't been, it wasn't until like, I guess probably the last, like, I just, I, I think, I think I, I matured late um, as far as just in general. Um, what year are we talking here? What year did you do SmackDown? 2008, 2008 okay. was SmackDown. Um, but it was, it just, it was, it was, um, I think I was, and I was already, I would have already been, I was already 30. So it was like, I'm already getting to the point where it's like, okay, well, they're going to sign me at, you know, at 30. Um, so yeah, so it, but, but I just, I hadn't, I, I hadn't figured it out yet. I hadn't, I didn't even completely know who I was yet. And, um, mm -hmm. uh, but no excuses. I mean, I, I've, I've, you, you get what you put in and, and the whole point of this is that um, despite not uh, achieving, you know, everything I set out to, the things that you experience and, and achieve along the way, and just even just the, the, you know, the doors that it opened for me into movies and television commercials. And, you know, I've got the biggest, um, the biggest movie I've ever been a part of coming up this summer uh, called Used Mercs. And it's got, um, uh, I think Kevin Sorbo is in it. He was Hercules, if yeah. you remember. And, um, uh, there's a lot, lots of names. So I'm stoked about that. And, and if it wasn't for wrestling, like wrestling's what got me my first stunt. Mm -hmm. I was uh, Ricky Schroeder's stunt double in a CMT movie called To the Mat. Yes. Terrible movie. Horrible. Next thing you had the opportunity. Uh, yeah. But then they're like, there's other, other good stuff. Like uh, if you watch Date and Switch, yeah. um, I play uh, uh, El Scientifico Loco. And okay. uh, there's a YouTube clip uh called the i think it's titled the stephen hawking of wrestling because i'm a paraplegic um in the in like a paraplegic luchador which i guess at this point they, it would probably be frowned upon they, uh, because they didn't get an actual paraplegic to play yeah. the, world in, the world uh, but he would be like let's be honest he wouldn't, he wouldn't have been able to do the spots like that no, no and so i would have had to be his double anyways yeah <laughs> this, this is controversial all right so but watch 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 the clip though it's really yeah. it's really good uh, uh, uh yes yeah, so Stephen right. Stephen Hawking of professional wrestling so nice. so so you do your you do your moment up north you do your thing in New York and uh um, it was it was actually it was it was uh Spokane Spokane but I, Washington but yeah yeah uh um, no there was there was uh there was there's there three show we it was um the pay-per-view in um Ever. Portland and then Raw in Seattle and then SmackDown in Spokane. They used us on SmackDown. Yeah. And um, that was cool. And then I, I like where I made my mark though was the Pacific Northwest. And when yeah. I say that I'm, you know, the, the most decorated wrestler in the history of the Pacific Northwest, that's a shoot. I am. Um, I, when I say I'm the most uh, influential individual in, uh, in the Pacific Northwest uh, wrestling scene of this millennium, I am. And now the most and, controversial. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's how they And, and I, I, I've literally wrestled one match in the Pacific Northwest in, uh, in like, 
I don't know, a few years. And I'd still say I'm the most hated. So it's pretty good. <laughs> no, for sure. Um, so so I'm, I'm interested in this portion here. Uh, so you, you did your thing in Spokane, and then you come back to the indie scene. Mm. What's that transition like? Is is it hard? Are you well? No, I was only. I wasn't. I wasn't there that long. But like, I know. But was, in terms of just being in front of the crowd, no, the like, size no, and, and no, the, the no, production. No, no, because no? I was just so proud of it. It was okay, like, okay. and I didn't know what was going to come of it. Like, I, I, they like the unfortunate thing is when motivation. Oh yeah, no, I was motivated for sure. Yeah, I, I wanted to be, I wanted to be better than ever for sure. Yeah, and and I, you know, I I, I got a shirt done, and it, it you know, it said uh, uh, as seen on WWE SmackDown, and then I had the K the K crossed out, so it was like SmackDown, Smack, and, yeah, yeah, which I ended up doing as my my talk show later, and um, but no, I was stoked about it, and um, and I just thought like, okay, well, you know, I'll 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 do better next time, like I'll get I'll get more out of it next time, like. That was just the first, actually second, because I did a training camp at at, at um, OVW like a couple of years previous to that. Okay, okay. I wasn't, again, I wasn't, I, I was even less experienced then. And it was like, it was so overwhelming. Mm. It was just because you're just like, you're like, wow, I am like, I'm at that step before what I always wanted. Like, who was there so, with you? Um, nobody. Okay. It was it was guys from all over and uh, and I don't think like I don't even know if anybody got signed out of out of that Thunder. There's a guy from Portland named Thunder. Him and I were uh, we were buddies. I remember seeing um, Dolph Ziggler at the the convenience store near where everyone was staying, mm-hmm. um, but he was already signed and everything. Um, I just saw him in there, um, but it was just it's it's like the the people the people that have that i've gotten to know really well that have that have gone from you know eccw and other indies to wwe or AEW. um it they really and i've said this so many times they make it's not their it wasn't their first priority it was their only priority mm-hmm. i'm talking girls at 18 19 flying from other continents for for the purpose kyle o'reilly going to the to the states and just just to work the indies and get experience with davy richards and tony kazina uh two of the best well obviously the three of them three of the best i've ever been in the ring with um and 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 just and you know there's no safety net on for for kyle there like he he went and and gave it his all and he's like i'm you know because people would call the Pacific Northwest the black hole of professional wrestling. Because like up until recently, the only the only stars to make it out of here were like Earthquake, John Tenta, and um, Velvet McIntyre before him. What um, about uh, Roddy Piper? He's an Oregon guy. Yeah, but uh, we're talking we're talking like BC. I, I, yeah, fair. Oh, sorry, when I think Portland, that's fair. Fair Pacific, Pacific Northwest. Fair. Okay, fair enough. But let's but, listen, but, let's... but as far as like uh, like like. Um, Western Canada, or, yeah. Or, well, yeah. BC, 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 BC. Yeah, and um, and and I mean, on one hand, WWE didn't come through here, um, uh, like as much, and then like, uh, and NWA didn't come here at all, and and so yeah, there the guys out east did get seen more, but it's still no excuse. The the bottom line is the people, the the, the, the Bollywood boys, yeah. 
they they took chances mm-hmm. and they you know they made it their only priority um so like i i played it safe in that when i was uh uh i was dating tanil when she got signed and um at one point it was like okay well like before she got signed it was like okay well are we you know we're both gonna go to florida and try to you know try to make it kind of thing and then i and then they were selling eccw and it was like okay do i go to florida and then and then not have anything to come back to or do i stay here and buy eccw and um but i i think it was it was probably it was the safe bet um but and and i'm not one to live with regrets mm-hmm. um but you know who, who knows if I if I had made a different decision how, how that would have gone. But again, it comes back to me going, I I know like even if I was ne- like I've got seven shows this month with Can I'm wrestling in and around Calgary. Um, I've got uh, we're doing some shows in out- outdoor shows again, the family shows in Alder Grove mm-hmm. starting again in May. So I'm not done wrestling yet. Okay. Um, maybe uh, you gave us some more information on those shows so we can get the. Oh, I, to the I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, and uh, uh, but even if I was done, like even if I was like I wake up tomorrow and I'm just like ah, I can't go, you know, like what I've done, I'm I'm stoked about. I made my mark. I you know uh, I've uh, um, I, I I like the 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 people I've I've helped and and and. Uh, I always wanted to see everybody succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's that's something I I can anybody that knows me well knows that uh, it was always about the the whole show. As much as I love the spotlight, and as much as I love, um, uh, you know, I want to have match of the night. I want to be the most over, whether it's baby or heel, and but not it not not at the cost of anyone else mm-hmm. and um not in any way that i wouldn't be proud of and so um it was always about i, I don't want to go see a wrestling show that has one or two good matches i want to go see a wrestling show that is really great start to finish and i think and i think that's probably what we all want right yeah, yeah. and so if if um if i was to be selfish and to put myself in positions to look good and other people to not mm-hmm then I'm not giving the fans what they're paying for, which is a whole great wrestling show from start to finish. Right. Right. And so I'm, 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 I'm proud of that. You know, as, as much as maybe I I had a reputation of someone with a big ego, um, I didn't let that get in the way of um, good wrestling shows. I found just throughout my time with wrestling, you know, uh, guys like yourself, as you've described, you know, John Cena's the triple H's, you know, same same kind of values. They also get that same kind of heat. I find hmm. that of not wanting to put people over or or only I put everybody. But see, that's the thing. That's the perception. They don't realize that you know how many times you have put guys over. I've hmm. seen you put guys hmm. over. Hmm. You know, or or just even you know, uh, I I like I I could make it so I'm like you know, uh, super tough and I never look stupid, but I make myself look stupid all the time and it's fun and, and the fans get a lot out of it if I look stupid because I'm so... A lot of it's, a lot of it's jealousy too, right? A lot of yeah, jealousy. And, 
yeah but and then when and then and then too it's it's that much more uh satisfying um if if i am this cocky prick and and, I, and maybe i think i have reason to be that when i look when i look like an ass then the fans get that much more satisfaction out of me absolutely like yeah. i remember at the rcc the night you turned face that was pretty cool uh yeah I, I, there was <laughs> i that probably it was a ladder match or something i believe i think you had a ladder match oh and yeah yeah, yeah that, that was uh it was <laughs> yes good call yeah it was um it was it was uh sid Silem and i yeah. were on the same we're in the same faction and uh the other two guys in the match was it was uh kenny lush and um el fantasma who's doing very well with uh uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, I can't say enough good things about about LP. He's uh, incredible uh, in the ring. Amazing to work with. I remember um, he, uh, he's phenomenal. I mean, yeah, I, I I was introduced to him because uh, I, I was up in the balcony that night. Mm-hmm. That was when uh, he was doing a spot where he was okay. up there. Yeah. So I, he was saying, "Hold my hand." I'm yep. like, All right. So I'm, that that was my introduction to LP. Right on. I held him up. That's awesome. Until he was ready nice. for his spot. Awesome. Oh, cool! <laughs> but he's a he's a, a wicked dude, and um, I, I just uh, I just saw him a few weeks ago, and uh, uh, he's he's uh, despite um, being uh, in you know the the cliche big in Japan, um, he's more down to earth than ever. He's <clears throat> really good dude, and uh, really deserves all the success 100%. he has. Yeah, yeah. So he's it was doing a, great work out there. Yeah, very much, and it was the four of us um, in a ladder match, and. Uh, uh, the reason I did turn face was because Sid Silem and my manager had turned on me and uh, left me left me laying and and so yeah that was the baby face turn. <laughs> good, good, uh, I didn't know if it was that or there's this other time that the RCC was with Ice and the fans it was heel versus heel and it was like by the end like we were already turning me face but because it was heel versus heel the the fans got behind me and then. We didn't really have to do much else. No, it's just, it's just yeah. yeah. How's your body feeling after all these years, all the bumps and bruises and falls, man? Tell me that's, how your body feels. You know what? That's a, a very, very good and relevant question for right now because um, I really am, uh, I really am feeling uh, quite a bit. Like I, uh, especially be, like not being in the ring, um, like to, to go, you know, to go i'm at two and a half years now where i've, I've literally only had four, four matches in two and a half years because i tore my acl uh it was like i think the day before canada day uh in uh, 1999 and then um so i'm i'm injured and then the i was supposed to come back in april 2020 which was the the lockdown started in march um it was supposed to be me and, and dropkick murphy in his first match back teaming up with two of our like heroes we we when we first started wrestling we loved the rocket randy tyler and the ladies choice and we we wanted to be it was Those like guys are awesome yeah. yeah it's like okay well dropkick scotty you know if you, who out of, out of this locker room who, who do you guys want to hang with who do you want to be on the road with who do you want to go to vegas with we would have said the rocket and and the ladies' choice and and we got exactly what we wanted, um, which is very cool. But uh, yeah, so to go this like just to have like I've been in the ring um, training. I've got a fifteen year old student named Jonathan, 
and his dad Trent, and they are they're awesome dudes. And uh, they both had their first matches. And Jonathan had his first two matches back in October at this family show in Aldergrove, and it's called Loft Country Wrestling. And um, so that's we'll be having a, a show in May. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, but Jonathan's really good for 15 and um, wow, he's really good period. And his dad's great. And uh, he's Sheriff T and um, uh, really, really good dudes. Um, but, and so I've been out there training with them, but I am feeling it. And I'm, I'm really trying to stay away from, um, uh, you know, the last thing, the last thing I need is to be um, dependent on anything for the pain. And uh, so I, I try to just keep it a, to, to like an Advil once a while, once in a while, but uh, it, it, I, I'm, I'm feeling, it. you know, when I have, a, when I, and sometimes I'm just, I'm ridiculous. I'll be at training and I, I shouldn't, the things I'll do is just, there's five of us in there and, and I got Jonathan, you know, firing up on me with these punches and because uh, we, we were having this little mock battle oil and I'm backed up by the ropes and I have him give me a shot and I just, I go back over the top rope and the floor and it's the old WCW ring because they, WCW did a, a video game here in Vancouver in like 2000 or something. They so, have? Uh, probably, yeah, one of those, yeah. <laughs> It very well might have been. Um, and uh, uh, so I, I ended up buying that that WW ring. So that's like the four foot high one. And then indies, sometimes you got a two foot high ring because you're working in buildings that have a low ceiling and you mm -hmm. want to be able to do top rope spots. Mm -hmm. And if you got a four foot high, like like if the canvas is four foot high and then it's like another, you know, four feet to the top rope. Uh, and if that's a low ceiling, we've been in buildings where we get on the top rope and we're like this, like, like literally extra support. Yeah. But you're not getting a lot of height on this. No, 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 not at all. Oh, so, so, so. But yeah, no, I'm hurting. I'm yeah. hurting. I'm hurting. But I, when I train hard, like I went for a run today and I, cause with the weather, you know, I have, cause I like to start uh, most of my days with a run. Uh, if not, at least every second day. Um, uh, but yeah, I was, I was feeling it and I still am. So I've, I'm, I'm really, I'm going to be working hard for the next two weeks leading up to, uh, my Can-Am shows in, in, uh, in Alberta, um, which was the company I started with. Yeah. Um, full circle. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, how, how can, uh, fans out there get to these shows if they want to, is there anything you, there's a, there's a Facebook uh, group for Can-Am wrestling, Can-Am wrestling's on Twitter. Uh, and, uh, they're, they're, they're very good about their Facebook posts and um, uh, I, I'll be teaming up with uh, um, the blue collar baddie. And uh, so I think there's, I think we're in a tag team tournament. Okay. Cool. Uh, and um, so he's, he's, uh, I think he's 26. Okay. So um, needless to say, there? he's, he's going to be doing uh all the work in the match. Okay. Cool. Are you talking about Edge or the Mist? Either or. I have never actually no. I I met I met Edge as a fan. Edge when Edge and Christian were uh, they were super over there doing the the the, the five minute pose, yeah, five second pose, five second pose. Or, was it five second? Five, five second. Five yeah. Seconds? yeah. So there's a cool picture of me and um, uh, Patrick. Yeah, yeah, Curry, yeah, yeah. Uh, Doing the the pose with uh, with Edge and Christian on the streets of Vancouver. Nice. Um, great picture. 
And, uh, but as far as the Miz goes, I was fortunate enough to do uh, an episode of Supernatural with him. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it was an episode with wrestling in it, obviously. And so um, the, they, they got a hold of me and, and they're going to use my ring and, and some of my, uh, like the, some of the merch, yeah, like, yeah. you know, for the merch table, all that to set up like a little indie show. Mm -hmm. The ladies' choice uh, was was in that as well. The ladies, the ladies' choice was wrestling the Miz, and then Paul Lazenby was wrestling um, uh, an actor uh, that we just we gave a, a bit of a bit of training to, um, and uh, and and I was the technical advisor on the episode, so okay, I got to to put together the matches for for uh Lazenby and his opponent and then the Miz against the ladies okay, choice okay and the Miz had already main evented WrestleMania at this point and had already been WWE champion and uh obviously his gimmick he's, he's you know he's full of himself like a lot of wrestlers and um much like I think people are probably surprised sometimes when they get to know me that maybe they might think I'm a jerk initially or like just by looking at me like oh he's probably an asshole or something and then are I'd like to think pleasantly surprised um and and it was kind of like that with Miz and I don't want to say like I was I was going to be you know I was being judgmental or anything but at the same time going in I'm thinking I'm I'm choreographing a match for the former WWE champion and WrestleMania main eventer. Why is the Miz gonna listen to me on what to do in his match on Supernatural? Yeah. And um the cool thing was is is he was he was wicked. Like he didn't no ego at all. It was he didn't question anything. He didn't like nice big time me at all. He was he was like um he was great to work with. Um uh really really uh uh just to seem like a cool dude and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, really great experience. Um, I was the referee. You'll see. Uh, okay. I was the referee in, in the match between cool, cool. the Miz and, and Ladies Choice. A, a lot, you know, th throughout this conversation, you know, we, we've, we've talked about a lot of different talents. Yes. And a lot of these guys have come through here mm. and have gone on, you know, and, and because of that, I, you know, being able to meet a lot of these really cool mm. guys before mm. they got to where they're at. Mm. As an owner, as a promoter, mm. as a wrestler, mm. and in some cases, maybe as a friend, mm. how do you feel? Like, is it a proud papa moment when you see these guys get up there? Oh, very much. And, yeah. and you know, like, what, what do, what's your takeaway from all of it? Like, dude, there are so many names. There yeah. are so many names. Yeah. That people don't realize, like, Daniel Bryan came through here. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that, that's, that's one where he was. I mean, he was establishing himself as one of the top indie guys when he did come through. Right, so right, right. It was, it was, you know, there's others that like, um, I would, it, you know, like, I think my, I think my, my proudest is, um, is the, the, that just to have played a part in, in Becky Lynch's journey. Um, and then for her to, uh, to get to main event WrestleMania and be yeah. the, the first uh, um, woman's main event uh, yeah, yeah. in WrestleMania. Like, because if you ask me, I'm telling you, like, if you ask me uh, 10 years ago or more and more, you know, 
if if I ever thought women would mean at WrestleMania, not a chance. And that's not that's I'm not slagging anybody off. Like no, you no. know, like and again, the the girls that that are deserve it, and I and I don't question it. And I love that 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 Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair and and Becky Lynch that night affirmed and confirmed why they were in that spot. They were they they deserved that main event. It was, it was I loved it, and so um so yeah so that that's uh that was probably that's that's my that's my probably my my proudest uh that i've that i feel like i've i've had a big impact on the journey and and was uh, this uh sorry was this before or after she left and came back or was this before, you know what i mean because she took a break for a while she she kind of stepped back i believe oh it was it was one point she was here before it was i met her when i was wrestling in ireland Okay, okay. Um, she was 18 and okay. then um, she was a flight attendant at one point, right? Yes, yeah. that's when she took time off. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so uh and then and then she she spent a couple of years out here. We she's actually she was the first uh ECW women's champion. Wow, check that out. Um and oh. then uh uh is that or or had we declared it vacant? It was. Anyways, tonight's rumble actually had three women that had held the ECW Women's Champion on it. There was Becky, of course, she was in that match with Dewdrop. Yeah, and then uh, both Natalia and uh, and Ivory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was were ECW? It was called the Supergirls Champ Championship. That's I guess that's maybe where I got confused. First Supergirls Champion. But then it ended up just the women's, the championship, women's championship, championship, kind of like the Divas Championship. Yes, yes. And it went yes, back to the women's yes, title. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and then and then it was super cool to to see the Bollywood boys make it and to see Kyle make it and to see LP make it. Obviously, those would be the the big ones that like that I know that you know as a, it was a big part of their journey. It was a big part of their journey. Yeah. 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 Uh, what about Tyler Breeze? The cool thing was Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze was from the Okanagan, and, yeah. and he, but he ended up training in, in Alberta with Storm, and then um, yeah. he spent some time here, like wrestling. I got to know him cool, and and um, you know, he slept on this floor. Yeah. Um, but uh, if this room could tell stories, eh? <laughs> these rooms, <laughs> all, uh, almost all of them. So for everyone, we are live from the mansion. <laughs> the Mad Max Mansion, yeah. <laughs> um but it's not as uh as exciting these days uh, it, you know, it, it's days. refined and and it's educated yeah and but there's been a lot of there's been a lot of uh there's been a lot of wrestlers through this 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 place a lot of wrestlers slept on this floor and different floors and different rooms and uh and it's cool there's a lot of uh a lot of history in this house and uh yeah. uh and, and i always always wanted to make sure it was it was comfortable for everyone they, they felt at home and the cool thing was I, I still have an email somewhere in my um saved emails that I received from Tyler Breeze when he was like 14 and I think I was like I had been wrestling for like two or three years as but I was like the most popular and might have been the ECCW champ or something and I got this email from Tyler Breeze asking about being a wrestler um and uh and it's cool and then you know you respond back and that's great that you want to and you should do this and that and um uh so yeah that, that, that's pretty cool i got it i got it somewhere on on uh what are some of your favorite own. matches that you've had in your career uh 
I'd say the first, the first ones that I like my first opponent where I was like, like where I got it, where I was in there and I was like, I just, it just felt really, really good was Chance Beckett, um, who did most of my training. Uh, so, uh, really uh, nothing but, uh, love and respect for that man and um did a lot for me made me look really really good and 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 got me good and trained me good and 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 we just we made magic he could um, really go man. he could really go yeah like literally one of the most talented to ever lace up boots Fantastic. um i uh i loved getting to wrestle buddy wayne mm-hmm. because i watched him growing up and he's he's one of the best he's just incredible to work with um I, I I always loved wrestling big men. I love wrestling juggernaut. I loved wrestling Wrathchild. Um, I uh, I love wrestling uh, uh, El Fantasmo. Um, some of my, easily some of my favorite matches uh, are with him. Um, I I I love tag teaming with Dropkick Murphy. Uh, it's it's always so much fun. I loved. Um, I loved doing beauty and builds with, with, with Christina and with Drexel and um, Adonis uh, that just, just being in that group uh, was a lot of fun for me. I I love wrestling Jason Sullivan. um, And uh, he's looking uh, good these days. eh? Oh yeah. He's like, he's doing great. And and then we, you know, he was part of my journey in in Paraguay there. And um, yeah, uh, Blas Benitez in 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 Luchando and Paraguay. He it, that was like my my arch my arch nemesis there, um, and uh, and and it was just it was it was really cool to be a part of um, making him making his dreams come true. Just of 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 really being a, 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 a just accomplishing something in wrestling in a country that didn't have professional wrestling it like Paraguay like, yes so is it is it like a luchador lucha libre scene down there it's what? like a, it was it was more of a, a, a sort of a combination because some of the um wrestlers there was wrestlers in Ar- Argentina and and some in Chile but not much in Paraguay it was almost like glorified backyard mm. like what like what they were doing was well, they were emulating what they were watching on television. And then if they got, if they had any experience with any of the other South American. Yeah. How, how much of an appetite was there for wrestling in a country like Paraguay, Peru? I mean, it, now that I'm thinking about it, it doesn't really, she, it she, never resounded with me. From what I understand, Chile had the, um, the, the, the WWE is more popular there than any of the other South American countries. Interesting. Not many talents come out of there though, eh? I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what the scene is right now. Like South America in general, I mean. Argentina, I would say, had the most. They had like a, um, a t- it was something to do with Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, in the in the seventies, I think seventies and eighties. Um, but it was it was cool because we brought the the North American um, style. style. Right, right. Now, when you say North American style, what 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 particular? Just not, just, just not, just not lucha. Like the, okay. the, 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 the match formula, the, um, the, 
uh, even just the, the way that the way that you work like there's a um mexico is is like uh it, it, there's there's just it's it's not quite the like much like japan it's hard style it, well no no the, japan has its own mexico's you know yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then and then more the north american style and then obviously people have combined all of them at this point that's great yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's uh, like well, I guess I, it changes well, from everywhere. Like even in Europe, German wrestling is very yes, different. Right. English, English, English wrestling, yeah, English, you know, they, they, they do the rounds. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. North American, yeah. So yeah, so you you kind of brought that to them. Yeah, and it was it was uh, we we made a great television show. Uh, we were there five months. It was we did twenty episodes, um, but it was difficult to do business. It, it, unfortunately, there was there was a lot of red tape and. Um, um, so I, 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 you know, I wouldn't be able to completely nail down why we didn't get a second season. Um, but, uh, that five months was, was the best five months of my life, uh, as far as like a five month chunk. Yeah. Um, it was, it was where I got to do what I always wanted, which was, awesome. was wake up every morning and, and all I had to do was think about wrestling uh, awesome. all day until, until I go to bed. And that was, there was no other responsibilities. There was no other, there was, I didn't have bills to pay. I didn't have anything to worry about. It was just, it was a, it was like a five month um, uh, dream world almost. Awesome, man. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. Really Very cool. cool. Um. Where does Cardi Mac go from here now? I mean, we, we kind of touched on a lot here tonight. Uh, we we kind of opened I'm, up the box a bit. I, you know what? After I, all of this. I, I don't know. I don't know because, like, I'm not done wrestling. I miss wrestling. I miss I miss being in the ring. I miss being in front of people. I miss... Um, I, I I miss I want to I want to give me a microphone. I use a microphone. Here you I, go. Give me a. That's why we did this. <laughs> I want to I want to I want to. Uh, well, here you go, Scotty Mac. No, 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 no. You're gonna have to. I want a paid. I want a paid audience. My man. I want a paid audience. There we go. Get me, get me fifty people over here, and I'll. All right, talking. all right. Let's but, do it. But uh, no, I miss. I miss that. I miss. I'm really. I I miss uh, showing off. Yeah. Um, I miss uh, being a jerk. Okay. Because I'm a, I'm a pretty nice guy in real life. So yeah, yeah. I miss being a jerk and. Uh, and so I've got my Can-Am wrestling dates coming up. I'm gonna, I'd love, you know, I wanna, I'd love to work for them consistently through uh, till till winter again. And then uh, I'm gonna do the shows in Aldergrove. I'd like to think like maybe May, June, July, August, September, mm -hmm. um, depending on what happens with uh, the mandates in Canada. That you know will determine um, you know where I'm working or if I if I promote any shows besides the Alder Grove ones. Um, and then, uh, like I said, I'm doing that movie Used Mercs in June. Uh, super stoked about that because it should be probably the, I think it's going to be the biggest thing I've done. I, I know I'm, uh, there's there's more names in it than, um, than anything I've done, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, I've got a movie called uh, The Benders, coming out is uh uh we shot in june and it should be out uh you know later than summer on the streaming services so i don't know if that's gonna be like hulu or amazon prime or netflix or whatever but um it's with uh the production company green apple 
they they've got a horror wing and then a um, Christian movie wing, which is an interesting yeah yeah contrast yeah. But it's a it's a it's a horror movie uh, with wrestlers. Um, there's a band full of wrestlers, and we get off the beaten path. Um, uh, you know, you, I think you've probably seen a few movies like that, and and you end up in a town that you don't want to be in. Cool. And uh, here's a question: Why do you just not leave once you start seeing shit's going down? Why do you, Why do you guys stay? The fucking van was broke, man. The van. We gotta fix the van. Why do we get the van fixed? We'll leave. The van never got figure, fixed. Figure might as well might as well take part in this backyard show while we're here. And that's right? where that's where we made a yeah. mistake. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a bit of a a, a, a glory uh, glory what thund- thunder whore. That's the term. Vance the van. That's the uh, yes, yes, fine. Thunder whore or glory hog. There we go. I don't like a hog, so yeah. Nah, or I'm, I'm much more of a whore than a there hog. There you go. Fair well, not <laughs> and they never paid me. No. <laughs> okay, just once or twice. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so a good friend of ours is also involved with that film, eh? Rusty Nixon. Yeah. Very, very. Mr. Rusty film. Nixon. Yes. Yes. So he did Candyland and Residue. Residue. Check well. out Residue. Well, go watch Residue. Yeah, I got yeah. a it's like Netflix. It was, it was on the U.S. Netflix. I'm not sure what streaming service it's on now, but that did really well. Uh, it was Candyland. Um, and uh, Rusty actually wrote Used Mercs. Yeah. And then, um, so that's that's the other one. But uh, shout out to Rusty. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to apologize to Rusty for when I say things um, that upset him. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Rusty's going to be watching. I love you, buddy. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I had lunch with him last week, and it was amazing. I'm going to go over to see him next time. Yeah. After this. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Are you going to go see him right now after this? Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll follow you. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Um, all right. Listen, brother, thank you so much thank you. for everything. Yeah. Uh, thank you for, for being thank our first you, guest. I want to be, I want to be your, I don't know, sixth guest or something too. Uh, oh, fantastic. Definitely going to have you back. We still got a lot more to touch on. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. But hey, listen, guys, this is our very first episode. I want to thank everybody for coming out. Um, I know there's so many options for everybody these days with, with everything that's mm-hmm. out there. Thank you for letting us into your years. I'm sitting beside Scotty Mac. I got Chance Michael sitting at his house. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Samp underscore Chance. Uh, there you go. A little bit of that. Scotty Mac, you're looking bigger than ever, man. You're still hitting. You're still training hard, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually am. Um, I think I am bigger than ever. Uh, I think your arms look bigger than I've ever seen them, man. Oh, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean out a bit though before Can Am because I, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm probably about ten pounds heavier than I usually am. And when you're when you're in the ring, you feel that extra ten pounds. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to drop a few, at least five before. So I got, I got two weeks. Actually, before we end, we need to wrap this up. Yep, with you putting over DDP. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Yes. Okay, cool. Good, good finish. Good work. You get, first episode, you get at this. So it's Cloverdale. Cloverdale Fairgrounds is epic for wrestling. Uh, it's, it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hallowed ground if there was uh, in, in, for as far as like, you know, the history of wrestling in BC. Mm-hmm. Cloverdale Fairgrounds, but it, instead of the Alice McKay, we're in the Agriplex. It's a bigger show. We have Val Venus. We've got the Godfather. And just coincidentally, who is uh, 
who, who turns out to be coming to town to do a uh, DDP yoga session in Richmond, completely unrelated to our show, Diamond Dallas Page, because he's got the, the DDP yoga things all over the place, right? Mm -hmm. they, they, they teach and all that. And so um, uh, a friend of mine, uh, a bomber, Nelson Creed, mm -hmm. um, he, a great dude, love that guy. And um, excuse me, his, he's got a connection, um, uh, a good friendship with um, Sean, um, uh, a gentleman from uh, Impact, uh, Sean, he was in WWE, uh, Canadian gentleman, uh, TNA. Oh. Uh, Sean Spears. No, no, no. Uh, Sean O'Hare? <laughs> um, sorry? Sean O'Hare? No. Oh, geez. Um, Sean Starziak? I don't know. No. Sh Eric Young. Why did I say Sean? Eric Young. Eric Young. So, um, so uh, Nelson Creed's got a, you know, his friends with Eric Young. Eric Young knows DDP. Yeah. So, so Nelson Creed's like, well, I, it wouldn't hurt. I could reach out to, to Eric and, and see if he'll, um, talk to DDP about, about coming to the show, about yeah. the Cloverdale show. And I'm like, oh, we'll pay him whatever he wants, you know, within reason. Mm -hmm. Still in the indie company. We're already, you know, I get you. Um, but uh, so DDP agrees to come to uh, the Cloverdale fairgrounds uh, and do a segment uh, where he ends up giving. Uh, so, so Nelson Creed, he, he he's in the ring and he's doing this thing like he's better than everybody and, and here DDP's in town and and you know DDP yoga crap whatever and uh, that he's all better than D DDP whatever and DDP's music hits and uh, and I swear the fans in Cloverdale capacity crowd fans in Cloverdale they must have thought that it was like you remember when Bret Hart left WWE and then DX they brought out the like the the, the little the, person. It's wrestling. You can still call them midgets. All right. wrestling. It's a little midget. Wrestling. <laughs> it's, it's a midget version of Bret Hart comes out, you know, the wing, whatever. And I bet you that's I remember that night. Yeah, that's what it oh, was. Yeah. I mean, you didn't think it was going to be Bret, but still. No, uh, no. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so so I think that people are expecting something like that. And because because when he comes out, like or when when the music hits, like it wasn't that immediately. Like, yeah. Because was it it's the like, five, five? Is that the five-five? <laughs> Yeah, I guess it would have been. Yeah, yeah, I guess it would have been. Well, you just I guess so. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and I mean, if anything, it was his WCW music. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, but uh, so so DDP uh, he ends up coming out, and it takes them a second, and then they pop because I swear they didn't think it was actually gonna it was actually gonna happen. And he goes in the ring, he ends up giving uh, Bomber Diamond Cutter, and and you know you know the whole deal. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in the back and I'm just like, I'm just so overwhelmed that it's like, I, I just had former WCW world champion gentlemen. I joined so many great names. Like he, he was the first guy that, as far as I was concerned, that, that had a great match with Goldberg. They had that main event match yeah, yeah. where they, where they screwed the fans and went off the air. You got to tune into Nitro to see what happened at the yeah. pay-per-view. You got to tune into free TV to see what happens on the event you paid for. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's so, crazy. They ran out of time. <laughs> You're right too long. <laughs> so we end the podcast like this. I don't say the end of the story. There We're out go. of time, folks. But no. So see, he hits a dumb cutter, and I'm and I'm in the, and I'm in the back. And I'm just like I'm just beaming, 
And the coolest thing was he didn't even charge us anything. Wow. All we had to do was put up the video on the screen, yeah. the inspirational video yeah. of that paratrooper that did all those jumps that was basically couldn't walk. Anymore. I seen him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I got, then, I got uh, the hair on my arm standing yeah, yeah. on end yeah. just from talking about this. Yeah. And that video and 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 all and all DDP cared about was obviously DDP yoga, but it's like it, he knows he's changing and saving lives. Yeah, yeah. And he could have charged a, a you know thousand bucks, two thousand bucks, and it you know would have been worth it because I just surprised my crowd with Diamond Dallas Page. They were there for Val Venus and The Godfather. We already had it full. We didn't even we didn't even use DDP as a draw. I got to surprise my fans with Diamond Dallas Page, and all he did was want to show a video on on how on this inspirational story and if and if you do it you can improve your health and improve your life and he probably got paid how many of those people probably went home and ordered the ddp for sure for sure but the bottom line is you know his intention was pure yeah and 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 so what a what a classic awesome i would say he's the catalyst for the change that happened in wrestling what change do you mean oh not saying he's responsible for nwo or anything but he was that catalyst that brought over Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. I, I always that that, that Patrick, set it off. That pa- set it off. Patrick and I always thought that um, I did not speak for him, but WCW should have stayed stronger, and I, I, I think it should have stayed. It should have been Hall, Nash, Hogan, X Pac, DDP, Goldberg, Lex Luger, Sting, as like the WCW, um, you know, Team WCW. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the four horsemen. So you had your your baby face WCW crew, your heel WCW crew, yeah. and the NWO. And he had he, that would have been three really strong factions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't have, but instead they had NWO. Either they were steamrolling you, or or they were joining them. By the end, there was I swear there was one hundred. It was, it was too diluted, man. It was so one hundred thirty-six members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I count that right? It was one hundred thirty-six. I think it was one hundred forty-seven. One hundred forty-seven. <laughs> yeah, right? when they added the wolf pack. When, when they added that, then they had Japan. Too much. Oh, also, that. <laughs> right? <laughs> the chances of having any of it. The chance. No, nope. not too much. He just said too much. Too Chad, much. Man. Too many guys. Hey, listen, man. guys. <laughs> thank you so much. This has been a blast. Um, yeah. I would love to. Get, we would love to get you back on again. Yes. There's so much more I want to talk to you about. I would love to get your thoughts on your entrance music and, uh, you know. I'd love to give my thoughts on my entrance music. So, so, you know, we'll we'll get into that. All of them. Yeah, man. So I want to get into that next time with you and hopefully. We'll play 29 seconds of each because I think at 30 seconds, you have to start paying for the copyright. Okay, we'll do that. Easy peasy. I am Bobby Sampson, Chance Michaels. We're sitting here with the legendary Pacific Northwest legend most decorated wrestler in the history of the pacific northwest scotty mack thank Thank you. you guys and have a great night